Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Rudo, Jesse, Megan, AJ, all four of us coming to you live two days before the All-Star game, but only one day before the All-Star skills competition, which let's be honest, the skills competition is the only thing anybody cares about. So Mm -hmm. that's the actual interesting part. Uh, The NHL, memeing my titles as always. Just trying to talk about someone who didn't make it into the All-Star game that deserved to. And the NHL ends up sending him at the last second. So, good for Rasmus Dahlin, I guess. He gets what he deserved as one of the, the best defensemen in the league this year. But I did want to talk about some of the other snubs around the league. Some of the guys who deserved to be... Well, I don't know. Look, a lot of people don't even want to go to the All-Star game. But who deserved the nod of being an All-Star? Well, I, first of all, Rudo, I don't know. I feel like you should maybe be a little like the NHL is seeing your video. And they're like, you know what? He's right. We got to get this guy in. <laughs> I, we just have that sway here at DNVR. Right. All right? right. Yeah. Yeah. We control avalanche trades and NHL all-star game nominations. We're good. What can we say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, was the question who deserves to be in? Yeah, it was. <sighs> There's so many guys. Hilariously, there's no one from the abs that <laughs> I think no, got snubbed yeah, this year. I, honestly, I think you can make an argument McKinnon shouldn't even be there. <laughs> uh, I don't know that you can. Well, I was I was gonna say, I, I, like, if you're looking at just Nathan McKinnon, yes, but AJ and I were talking about this a week or whatever. Who else? Like, who else from the central do you send ahead of him? It's a fair point. It's a bad division. I mean, I think I think the Best argument probably comes from Winnipeg, where it's like, pick a Jeff forward who's been really good. Mm-hmm. You know, between Shifley, Connor, and Dubois, I think you have some guys that would have been really good options there. Um, you might have been able to. You might have been able to uh, make an argument for like like Joe Pavelski. I it's. Think- Sorry, you weren't finished. I was waiting. You're good. Go ahead. I don't think he should go in place of Nathan McKinnon, but I did think Jordan Cairo maybe over Tarasenko. Mm. Tarasenko was a really weird. Yeah. From St. Louis, like, are are you sure you've watched the Blues this year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, well, so, so, uh, Burkowski was my one. I don't know what his health status is right now. 
Um, but he was my one that I thought he should have replaced Matty Beniers. I, I, I think it's funny that given the season that Seattle's having, they're the only team that does not have a representative at the all-star game now because Beniers got hurt. And I thought, yeah. Sure. It's, it's not like Burkowski's having an unbelievable year or anything, but I guess he's having a better year than Tarasenko. I mean, so. I mean like, look, m- most of these guys on these all-star rosters aren't having like that great of years. Like <laughs> I'm with AJ hard on the, Clayton Keller having more all-star appearances than Miko Rantanen is laughable. <laughs> what you're saying is the one player per team rule just shouldn't exist. I So I've got a thought on that one. I actually care about that. I'm good with that rule. I think the rosters just need to be bigger. Yeah. Because I, I understand where they're coming from in a look, if, if you want, a fan of certain teams to tune into the all-star game, sending one of the guys, you know, having Seth Jones go for Chicago. It makes sense, right? Like that's a huge fan base that a few of those people just might tune into your all-star weekend because Seth Jones is there. Um, well, yeah. Cause I'm, and, I'm and, and, like, I, I just think, They've made the roster so small. Mm-hmm. They messed that up. It's like with with that rule in place, you naturally are just leaving out really good players having great years, and that's how you do end up with Clayton Keller making an All Star game every single year for five years. You know, because I mean, who's going to make it from Arizona next year? I guess it could be Connor Bedard, but like. <laughs> Like, like that's, you know, you're just, you're just kind of, it feels like they're putting the focus in the wrong area on the yeah. all-star game. Yeah. Cause like, cause like you said, AJ, like Gary Bettman talks about that. Like we don't ever want to give a fan base a reason to not tune in. So like, yeah. I, I I'm with you. Like I, I get that. I'm on board with that. I just, yeah, I, I have a, not an issue. I don't actually care, but like, I just have an issue with the format and the way that they've, yeah, they've gotten these rosters too small, uh, dividing it up by division, I think has become like a little bit too like nuanced and Ruta, like you said at the top, and I've said this on several shows, so I'm not going to like get into it, but like, I just think they need to expand skills. Just, just do two days of skills, make it a longer thing, do different events, um, add more into it. And then there really isn't like a limit to who all you can bring. Um, in terms of like numbers, uh, Zamboni is so distracting. <laughs> I, I, I've like quiet. This has always been one of my like, um, like soothing things to watch chewed up ice get resurfaced. No, hard to like, agree. Oh, I love it. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's seriously like Zen. <laughs> seriously, morning skate when like the injured guys skate and then they'll sometimes clean the ice before the main group gets on. I'm just like plastered on the glass as it goes by. Like, oh yeah, mm, that is some fresh ice. Like you got signs cheering on the Zamboni. Clean it, clean it. I love the, it. With a real snub from the All Star Game, the Zamboni <laughs> drivers. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, so I'm all about it. 
I do think it is interesting. I, I want to get into this conversation a little bit more in the second period. I want to stick with guys who probably deserve to be there, though. Uh, in the East, you have someone like Tim Stutzla. Doesn't make it despite having over a point-per-game season going on right now in Ottawa. Uh, you have someone like Cole Caulfield, which I think there's less of a case for, but he is a guy with 26 goals on the season so far. And then got hurt. Yeah, sure. I mean, would have had to have been replaced anyway. Everyone suddenly gets hurt when the All Star game comes up. Like, but. I guess Mitch Marner did make it. Okay. I mean, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has 60, 60 points, points in 50 games, and like nobody cares. Yep. So the Oilers have three guys anyway. Right. It's- it's weird that it's not, not necessarily game. the all-star game and it's just the player that we picked from your team game. Yeah. And then like, so Zach I, I'm in too. Oh my God. I'm actually shocked that they, after the John Scott thing, a few years ago are still doing the fan voting. I'm just, not. One, because you leave the door open for that. But two, like, again, like, fan vote isn't all-star. That's not the best player. It's just fan vote. Like, the fact that Stuart Skinner, who's at best in a 1A, 1B situation, is at the all-star game is wild. Both yeah. of the goalies, honestly. I was going to say, Pacific Division <laughs> did not help the NHL out at the goaltender position. I would also love to know if there's any internal conversations when they're like having to go through and pick these lists. They're like, come on. Not one, not one goalie out in the Pacific. I wonder if they're as annoyed by it as we are. I was suspicious of the fan vote because I didn't think there was really a social media campaign to vote McKinnon in, but there was a really strong one for Stutzla and Caulfield. And for, I thought one of those two would have been fan voted in. And the fact that they weren't was really surprising to me. I was just wondering mm. who was voting. Yeah. Are we brewing a conspiracy theory I right just, now? More, yeah. more than anything, I think that's a really hard fan vote for those fan bases to win. Because you're talking about everybody else is going to vote for Austin Matthews and Andre Vasilevsky. And David Posternock. And that's what happened coming from Toronto, Boston, and Tampa Bay right. fan bases, where it's like, I, I, that was like, that's like, it's like for me, that one was like, because I saw so many Sens fans suddenly were in the middle of my Twitter feed being like, it's rigged <laughs> because of Tim Stutzla. And I don't know, I, I do wonder, like, I absolutely wonder, is this a predetermined thing? But then it also kind of feels like if Tim Stutzla makes it and Austin Matthews doesn't, you know, or or David Posternock doesn't, we're having the same exact show talking about those guys not getting to go. Well, which is which is where I'm like, if we made the roster picker, we're, we're good, right? Well, and, and go ahead, Megan. I'm pro making it bigger because it's guys like Troy Terry who would not benefit from (laughs) if this was orchestrated differently. I do like the idea of having some of it performance-based in allowing more 
players to go based on the performance of the team around this time of the All-Star break. But I still like the idea of a representative from each team. Yeah, it's the All-Star break is in an interesting spot in general in the league. Again, we'll talk about it in a little bit here. Um, As a whole, though, one, if it is a fan vote, and like I'm assuming it's it's a reasonable, reasonably legitimate fan vote to a certain extent. It certainly used to be legitimate and because they tried to force Arizona to trade John Scott so he wouldn't go to the All-Star game. That's a whole other mess if you've never looked into that. Should read his book. It's <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, I think the John Scott going is actually super cool. Like if too. you're going to have a fan vote doing stuff like that, I think is dope. Let the fans have what they want. They is put it, it in rules in place this year so that you couldn't vote for a guy that was in the AHL like John Scott. Well, but you still could have voted in like Ryan Reeves and Curtis McDermott and guys like that. You could have, we still could have done that. We could have started a campaign. Because a couple of years ago, they did the, they like they changed it to like you could only vote for one of these, you know, players. Like you can only pick three, three guys from each team or whatever. So I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, that I'm honestly surprised that an Avs fan out there somewhere didn't try to campaign to get there's, McDermott in. There's quite a few, like historically the year that the entire country of Latvia voted for Zemgus Gergensen's every yeah. single day. Like there are some weird ones historically with the all-star game. I remember the NBA was like, what do we do with this? Because... China was voting in Yao Ming to the All-Star game every year. <laughs> and it was just like, like billion votes. Yeah, yeah, like the like the numbers, it was just like Yao Ming's going to the All-Star game, guys. <laughs> now it helped that Yao Ming was really good at the time. So it was like it's all good. But I do remember the NBA being like, uh what do we do? Like we might have to change our fan voting process. I, the, I, I, I think it's great when the fans go rogue like that, and they're just like, "Look, we're, we've decided we're taking this over." Yeah. I wish we did it. I wish I wish we took it more seriously. I wish we, as as people in the community, had decided, "Hey, let's let's send somebody like, uh, you know, Adrian with the whole send Cadre to Vegas thing last year was super mm-hmm. cool." Now, that was a guy that had an insane season and absolutely deserved it. And, and, you know, but I think it would be fun if every year uh, we just like picked a guy. You. Well, you know, because like, like now McCarr, McKinnon, Ranton, and these guys have all done it a couple of times. And it's like, let's pick a dude. Like, let's send Alex Newhook to, the, to it or pick a pick, you know, like pick Andrew Cogliano. Guys played a thousand games. Ooh, he has yeah, a all star game. Let's say the Andrew Cogliano of the All Star game, you know, like I think I think I'm all about next year. I'm I'm all about us, like just like deciding we're picking a campaign and we're sending this guy. I think it would be fun to go rogue and then campaign for him to get in the breakaway challenge and just see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, Sam Gerrard next year would drive some people. That that might be a little bit toxic (laughs) if you did Logan O'Connor in the breakaway challenge. Hey, can you imagine if he like just went off, went like eight for eight it's like, like, yeah. <laughs> on his backhand every single time? Right, absolutely <laughs> destroys it. He practices all year for it. 
Uh, Erod, I, I feel like, would be a fun one on like a deserve it kind of thing. I do. Yeah, think whatever that, team he's on next year, we can definitely <laughs> try and vote for him. I do think th- those types of things are a little bit more interesting for fans, though, right? As opposed to Nathan McKinnon getting in this year. Not that Nathan McKinnon doesn't deserve it. Not that he is sure. insanely good. But I think a lot of uh, certainly we and and some of the Avs fan base when that happened kind of looked and went. I mean, okay, I guess. <laughs> well, and then AJ Tier or whoever it was that said it about like the players not being excited. Like if you really, if, if, if this really was just like a, it's not necessarily about like the best of the best anymore. Like, yes, yeah, sending a guy like Cogliano, that is someone who probably would relish that the one time he gets to go. You know uh, what I mean? Like, look at how happy Kadri was last year. He was the only guy who was having fun out there. He's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else is just like, when can we leave? Yeah. On that note, they should sponsor the entire All-Star game with Shady Rays, honestly. They should all have to play in the sunglasses. That's what I'm here for. Right. style? Yeah, there you go. I, I uh, Genuinely, though, can we bring back the like chrome-tinted visors, some polarized visors in the NHL? Didn't, didn't they let Ovi do that for the All-Star game a couple times? I think times? they did. Yeah, I think they, they did. Should, yeah. but... They should just make it mandatory. Either way, you can get your Shady Rays from ShadyRays.com or they have a location down in Park Meadows Mall. When you use the DNVR code, you get 50% off your order with them when you order two pairs of sunglasses or more. They're amazing at what they do. Their polarization is actually incredible. AJ and I walk up and stare right into the the lights in the studio and it it, we're fine we can still see it's wonderful uh (laughs) highly recommend you check them out they have tons of different styles something that fits for everyone and even if you're you're a ski bum they got ski goggles too so they got you fully covered over at shady rays highly recommend uh if you lose them break them in the first 30 days they'll replace them for completely free so i'm not saying go out there and smash your sunglasses but if something were to happen you'll be totally covered with shady rays uh, we're also brought to you by Pins and Aces. Great place to wear your ra- your Shady Rays on the golf course, but make sure you're looking good. Get your golf course fit. What was the, the Nuggets guys were talking about? Their courtside fit? Courtside no, I need, fit. I need greenside fit with Pins and Aces, all right? Make sure you got your, your good polos on, your good shorts. I, I don't know. Do golfers wear shorts or pants? I honestly don't know. I've never been into the dress code, really. But Shorts in the summer. All right, there you go. The most important thing is their dope hats, though. The the Pins and Aces golf hats are mwah, absolutely perfect. You got to check those out. Or the beer sleeve, which goes right in your golf bag. You can bring your beers right on the golf course. Easy for you. When you check out at PinsandAces.com, you can get 15% off your order with code DNVR. So jump on that as well. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We've been poking and prodding at it, this concept, this idea, this question. Let's just get into it. Certainly, historically, getting voted into the All-Star game has meant something. If you look at players' legacies, it's something people do account for. Is that still the case in the modern era? Is there value when you look at someone's career history for the guys that 10 years from now are going to be retiring? Do All-Star game votes matter? Or is this now just some weird thing? Guess we'll find out in ten years. <laughs> I, see, I I, I I really do like not to sound too like get off my lawn, but like I I do think they have 
taken some of that out of this. Like, like I do think it means a little bit less now than it used to, because it's not the best of the best. Like there are people that got left out this year and not to pick on Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller is not like a bad player, but like there's just some of these, there's players who should be there, but aren't because of the way that they format this and they do the rosters and stuff like that. So I I don't think it's like meaningless, but I mean, like we're sitting here saying like, ah, well at this point it'd be cool to just send Andrew Cogliano as like a nice reward for it. I, I think it used to mean more than it does. I think what you're saying too is it kind of exposes exposes the flaw of how it's constructed right now because the fan vote actually was almost like a catch safe to ensure that some of the talented players mm. did end up going that yeah. should have been going originally. And so I think the fan voted in was important in ensuring that some of these stars do attend, but it, it reveals the flaw in the original formatting that some of them weren't already going. This is a great point. It provides the that, that cover. had to be voted in. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yep. For the record, just because we keep like hammering away at this, Clayton Keller right now is 82nd in the NHL in scoring. And and, like, I do think Clayton Keller, I think he's like a good player. I think he's a fun player to watch. But I I just, if you're really talking about, is he among the, the whatever it is, 40 best players in the NHL right now? Like not even close. Well, maybe maybe a more relevant example is: Do you guys remember 2016-17 when Nathan McKinnon went? Yes. And was when 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 asked about it, he goes, like, I, "I don't deserve be to be there. Yeah. They're only sending me out of pity." Yeah. And it was like, it's true, <laughs> but you don't expect the guy to say it. Yeah. 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 It's. I I I I. I think for a guy like Naz last year, it does mean something. Because I think so that. too. But I do think that this current format and the way the rosters are set up does dilute it a little bit in terms of using that as an actual like metric of your career. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, I love the jerseys. I love the jerseys. I, I'm, I'm really tempted to get a blank one. I really think that the best way to make the all-star game matter is to have it be a true celebration of the game. Yep. And it should be the, the week. It should be longer. It should be more like four days of stuff instead of two days of stuff, but it should be the NHL all-stars. It should be the AHL all-stars. It should be the KHL all-stars. Maybe not right now, the KHL all-stars, but you know, in theory, (laughs) exactly. And it should, you should have, all the best women's players there competing in skills challenges. Um, if they they were all playing in the same league, I would just be like, just bring their all star team. Like, you know, I I just I, I think you just open it up, make it a huge tent, and say we're celebrating the game. Bring bring in a couple of the top like junior guys. See, I think you should have the top prospects game at All Star Weekend. Yeah, I love it. And, and and then going a step further, and this is a larger discussion about my issue with the NHL NCAA agreement, but like, I'd love to see some of the top college players there as well. You know, the top prospects, uh, again, like you're talking about women's hockey, you could do international, you could do collegiate, you know, one of their nine pro leagues 
at this point. Uh, just bring them all. AHL. I don't know ECHL. I think you're kind of running into the fringes there, but uh, well, and that's that's where it's like how like if you if you do invite the KHL All Stars, do you invite the SHL All Stars? Like, how deep do you go? Where do you draw the line? For right now, with the KHL situation being what it is, I'm cool just being like, we're just going to cut it off in North America. Right, right. But but again, I, I seriously, you know, if you ask me five years ago, that, I mean, honestly, I, I would love that. The KHL All-Star game is always insane if you've never seen highlights from yeah. <laughs> stuff goes on. Yeah, it gets a little, it gets a little wild out there. When sticks are uh, getting lit on fire, all right. Right, right. But yeah. like, there's there's insanely skilled players in that league. Like, insanely skilled players in that league. I mean, you think uh, about some of the really skilled individual guys who have not, like, their all around games don't develop, but mm-hmm. you keep, like, they're they're in just incredibly talented hockey players. And I just think it would be, I think it would be cool to to make it a really big tent. And just bring everybody in for a weekend of like, hey, we're going to just show it all off. And it doesn't have to be necessarily skills competitions, but like you could, you could all, you could throw in there, you know, oh, the, the AHL guys are going to play the college guys or whatever, you know, or you can even have like a, a high level college game gets played at all-star weekend. Yeah. So, you know, like, like send a couple of your blue blood powerhouse programs it- Hope that they're still good that year, and like, I mean, throw like a throw like a a, a Minnesota Duluth and Minnesota in at the All Star game. At what point are you just wanting to have a break in the middle of the season for the World Cup of Hockey? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think yeah. that's. I think I think stuff like that is tough mid season. Something like that is tough mid season. Rudo, that is the second time it has freaked me out that like when it when it's <laughs> Come slipping starting by. over and it's super close. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, and I just I just want to throw this in there real fast. AJ, you were talking about like guys whose overall games don't develop, but they're crazy talented. Nail Yakupov to this day was one of my like is one of my favorite people to watch at practice because he was just so much fun to watch with an empty sheet of ice and a bag of pucks. Um, once you started putting other guys out there that kind of ran into some issues for him, but like his release, his agility, like I I would love to watch that dude at an all-star game because that's where he would like really, really shine. No real offense to Neil Yakubov. I I wanted to ask Megan this because I know I've already asked it to AJ. I think I've already asked it to Jesse too in previous years. Megan, the all-star game as it stands does not matter. Should it matter? We've seen what, historically baseball for a little bit decided to have it decide home field advantage in the World Series. They obviously stopped doing that. Um, but is there is there something that should make the players try a little bit harder, or are you happy with a, everyone goes 20% and it's fine? The reason it's tough um, to incentivize like in points or standings is because of, um, hold on, I just lost my train of thought. Um, Oh my gosh. Oh, because then it's not really a true break for the players in a time where they're meant to have a break. They don't really get the mental reset. However, I like 
AJ gesturing financial compensation could incentivize players in a way that uh, doesn't take a toll on standings. I think that would apply just a little too much pressure. I, I, I'm with you 100% on that. And like the, the thing that annoys me, because they announced that um, the winner of each skills competition contest, however you want to call it, will get $30,000. And I saw a bunch of people in the uh, in that thread that they were like, oh my God, you're giving these guys more money? Oh, they better be donating every last dollar and blah, blah, blah. It's like, look, man, the NHL is trying to figure out a way to make this <laughs> something watchable. It's supposed to be a celebration of the game and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it drives me nuts that that's where some people go. I think it's a really important point that Megan makes about the reset like yep. this is time away for these guys and they're being asked you know they've, they've got a whole team of guys that's off and on vacation right now but spending time with families that's catching up before the sprint that is the last portion of the regular season that they're not getting they're down there doing media obligations because it's not i mean jesse you were at the all-star game last year you know you know what that's like where it's like get up and okay there's a media availability here 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 like it's like they're just constantly being made available and they're being thrown in front of the league they're being asked to do things and it's it's a more chaotic time for them than even game days are like regular like during the season and so they go from the grind to a different grind yeah now this is where the bye week has been great because just adding in that on top of it, all the guys that are that, that are at the All-Star game for the abs this week got to have a week off. You know, they got they got several days where they got to be on their own. But I do think it is a really important point that this is supposed to be time off for these guys. And as much as we like as much as I'm like, make it bigger, <laughs> like, but it's a bigger obligation for everybody involved, and I can understand why they wouldn't want to do that. Well, so I, I think just building on both those points, I actually think AJ making it longer would allow to build in more of that, where it's like you don't have to be so crazy. Because what was really striking to me last year now. <clears throat> I have to say, I, I think that it should always be in Vegas just because of the infrastructure of the city and where the arena is and the hotels because they didn't have to have all kinds of stuff in a thousand. Like, I, apparently, a bunch of the festivities this year are like 20, 25 minutes from the arena by car. So it's like, it's it's out of the way. It's tough for the players. And to your point, AJ, like, the, 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 the media day that, teams do at the beginning of the season that players again it's tough because they have to go in for a full day and it's nothing but answering questions taking pictures uh you know being on video like it's it's everything media related and they have to do that for 48 straight hours of the all-star game and then mix in the skills and then mix in the um the, the actual games themselves so it really is. It's it's super chaotic. So I'm glad you brought that up, Megan and AJ, the points that you kind of added on there. It's just, like, I know, I think all three of the guys uh, for the abs just went down to Florida early to spend their bye week down there so that they didn't have to be traveling later in the week and stuff. And yeah, I just think that 
if you're going to keep this format the way it is, I think you need to have it in desirable locations so that it's not such a burden for the players to get there in the middle of January. Like, I think it's nice. They're having it in Florida. Um, and then, yeah, if, if you're going to have it this way, you have to have the bye weeks on either end. It's just, it's too hard for the players that, that are going. I like the idea of a longer all-star week or whatever you want to call it, because I think you could then have the players fly in. They can do all their media that day. They do their event the next day and then they leave. Right. It becomes just a two day thing for them and they can spend the rest of their break doing whatever. But, but, but even if they're, if they are going to stay, like have it be one of those things where it's like, yeah, you take part in this event at noon and then the rest of the day is yours and you have an event tomorrow at 11. You know what I mean? Like, Stuff like that. I just think if you extend it, you could actually make it a little bit less lower impact on the players, in my opinion. Yeah, I I mean, I don't think it's actually that high impact when it comes to physical exertion or anything, but no, certainly give the, the players chaos the break the, that they want. Yeah, the, the chaos of the weekend, though. Um, yeah, agree. It, they don't. The hockey player is well known for loving being in front of the camera talking to media. So, <laughs> yeah, all they want to do is be at the rink, and that's like the one thing they do the least at All Star Weekend. <laughs> anyway, we are brought to you by the amazing people over at Green Mountain Dental Group. If you've got hockey player teeth, you can get them taken care of when it comes to Green Mountain Dental. When you get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush so you can take care of your teeth at home as well. They're great at what they do. The best family dentist in the Denver Metro over in Lakewood is 15 minutes from downtown. Go make sure you got nice pearly whites with them. And if you do have an accident that involves getting some teeth smashed in, Bacchus and Shanker might be able to help you. Uh, if you have an injury case, whether it's with a car accident, a ride share at work, or any other situation where you're not at fault, you can dial 222-2222 for a free consultation from Bacchus and Shanker. They will get you all hooked up with what you need. The best part is it costs you completely nothing until you win your case. So there is no financial need for you to get with these guys and get what you deserve from your injury. Make sure, again, just press two for a while to get with them. They've won over a billion dollars for all of their clients here in Colorado over the last 25 years. So they're very, very good at what they do. They've been doing it for a little while. Give them a call today. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, A a couple of things I want to talk about here. Uh, This is more newsy type stuff. Bo Horvat is going to the All-Star Game as a representative of the Pacific, but will be wearing a New York Islanders jersey? He just met with media as an Islander for the first time. <laughs> At the um, All-Star Game. I, I, know it's, I know it's out there a bit, but uh, teams, just when you said he'll be wearing an Islanders jersey, it sparked this thought. Uh, they, they are going to have all the players wearing their reverse retros for the... Yep. Uh, skills, which it's fine. It's pretty cool. It's different. I, I I know everyone loves this year's All-Star Game jersey, but I think historically people have very much stayed away from them and not liked them all that much. So I wonder if they were making a financial decision there to try and show off some of their cooler jerseys. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I, I, I do, man. I think they hit a home run on the jerseys this year, though. Look, you put a palm tree on a jersey, it's automatically amazing. It's that simple. <laughs> it's not a complicated process, all right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, I don't know. But it's going to be weird because, like, yeah, I don't know. Would you would you guys have rather they replace him? I, with a Pacific it, Division player? I mean, again, I think this boils down to just make the rosters bigger so this, like, isn't a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let him go. Let him give them one extra guy. Yeah, it's fine. And then, and then replace him on the Pacific, and it feels like everybody wins. <laughs> it, uh, sometimes the NHL does complicate things a little bit more. Than they need to. I would put it that way, to, to say the least. But yeah, it's the thing about the All Star Game is it's not supposed to be for us, as <laughs> as in diehard hockey people. It's not for us. It's for new fans. It's for people that you're trying to get into the sport for the first time. Yeah. And my problem is I don't know that it accomplishes that. Right, right. That and that's the issue. <laughs> it's it's become something that's like just for diehard hockey fans, and that's the exact opposite of what an all star game is supposed to be. I it's 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 tough, right? Because I do think the skills stuff can appeal to new fans. They can see the capabilities of NHL players and how talented they truly are. Something similar to the dunk contest in the NBA, which I know is played out these days, but for a time was a very hype thing that got people interested in the sport. And then you have this all-star game, which is a thing that doesn't really represent what a hockey game looks like. Sure. I guess it's the same as overtime and it's, it can be fun, but you're not giving an accurate representation of the sport. And you have a bunch of people that aren't even like coming close to trying. I have a huge, I hate what they've done with, I think it's called like the breakaway challenge now. Where or it's just like, how go, silly go, go. can you get? Yeah. Or no, whichever the, I, I actually, the, the, the one where it's just one or after the other, I think that's technically the goalie, like save streak competition. Yeah. That's my favorite event. Cause that I think is like the most true. The players are trying to score and the goalies are trying really hard to make a save. The, whatever the shootout challenge or where there's just, it all started when Ovi was taking two sticks out there and Patrick Kane was putting on, See, freaks out. It's not close. Uh, it got like me. I was like, "Look out!" It's like when the digital board ads are going the opposite direction of the play, and you think someone's about to get laid out at 100 miles an hour. Um, but yeah, like Patrick Kane did the Superman cape and all that stuff, and it was like funny for that one year, and now that's like all it is, and they don't even have NHL goalies in net for it. It's like, what are we? What is this? I mean, this it was pretty nothing. It was pretty funny when the I don't even the one dude sent out the kid. Jack yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Jersey, and yeah, you were that, like, "That was that was." It, it, I don't. So I struggled with last year's one because like Zegras came in and like, yeah, you don't have a real goaltender, but he at least did something like skillful, right? Where he's holding the puck on his stick. And I'm like, all right, that's yeah. pretty cool. And then you have yeah, Jack Hughes skating in a circle around a box and having a child come out. And then right. you have Alex Petrangelo, who just 
skates down the ice to a drum line and shoots the puck into the net. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I, I maybe NHL players just aren't creative enough for that event. I don't know. <laughs> it always just comes across as really awkward. Yeah. Right. Well, because it's like, are they supposed to just like, like for Alex Petrangelo, he didn't even score. He had to like put the rebound back and it's like, <laughs> and he won and he, and he won the yeah, event. The fact right. that he won is like insane, but $30,000, not well earned. <laughs> yeah. No, look, I'm, I'm still of the opinion that what they need to do is bring back the player picking draft, but yes. everyone has to be Alex Ovechkin. They all need to do eight shots before the draft. Just get them absolutely sloshed. Well, this is Hannah's bring back that draft, but do it with all the players that are there from the AHL and yes. uh, the, the women's players and everybody, all of them. I've, I've needed the Meryl Streep gif at so many different points in this. When Megan was talking about the time off, AJ was saying making a celebration of the game, just her being all hyped uh, in the crowd. That Ovi thing is like one of Hannah's all-time favorite NHL moments ever. Every now and then she'll just be like, can you pull up that video of Ovechkin at the All-Star game again? I need car. I, I need car. I must so be last. I need car. <laughs> she's laughing. She's in the other room. She's laughing just hearing us talk about this. I need car so bad. I want to be last. Oh man, I yeah. It's such. It's just such a weird event. I don't even know. Like, should this even be something where they they try a little bit harder, or should this just be a total meme of an event? I'm I'm full cosign on AJ's thing. Make it four days celebration of the game, different small events, and I think that's how you get the most out of people. Like, I I think players are are down to go out there and give it 90% in a skills competition as we're, I don't even think they're crossing 50% in an actual like all-star game. Okay. Yeah. I think try it. And if it doesn't work, then you can scrap the whole thing, give them an all-star designation uh, and just give them a bye week and who cares? Yeah. Breach. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that all the way around. Looks like I think, I think just out. where it is right now sucks. It's Agreed. who are you appealing to? Nobody seems to like it. Nobody's the players, the fans. It, it just seems it like are any of the four of us watching the All Star game this weekend? The game? Uh, no, I will not be watching the game. Like uh, I'll have I it think, on. I think Jonathan Joy is going to come down and we're going to like grill some food and have it on, but. I'm not like couches. moving my schedule around for it. Yeah. Hey guys, unfortunately we experienced some technical difficulties with this podcast and it ended a little bit early. We were near the end of the show anyway, so we just decided to call it there. We appreciate all of y'all listening and give us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.